BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories. And we tell stories about everything here on the show, including yours. Send them to ouramericanstories.com. They're some of our favorites. Indeed, up next is a listener's story from Valencia, California. This is a history story that has fascinated listener Richard Hood for a long time, and he wanted to share it with us. Take it away, Richard. You've probably heard that the darker the place, the brighter any light appears. Well, I'd like to share with you a story about a very dark place and a very bright light. In fact, an angel of light, known as the Angel of Mary's Heights. It all happened back in the month of December 62. 
and I'm talking about 1862, during our country's bloodiest war, the Civil War, officially known as the War Between the States, but more poignantly as the Brothers' War. One reason why it was called the Brothers' War is because the war actually did pit, some, in some cases, brother against brother. You can imagine, you know, if you have an older brother and he's gone off to Afghanistan to fight, that's one thing. What if he was going off to Afghanistan to fight you? It kind of changes the whole familial situation. And in the Civil War, the Brothers' War, that not only happened on occasion, a father was sometimes pitted against son. So complicated. So let me tell you more about this angel, though. Because at the Battle of Fredericksburg, there was an important vantage point, a clifftop called Mary's Heights. The Southern Confederate Army was wisely using it as a cannon emplacement. Below this cliff was a protective wall keeping the Northern Army from gaining that cliff top. Hunkered down behind this wall, protecting the stronghold, was one of many soldiers, in this case a Confederate sergeant who would, during America's bloodiest battle to come, Antietam, would later lose his life. But he will survive this day, and a good thing for you, because otherwise you won't survive either. So, are you ready to do a little pretending? Ready to travel back to your fateful day and time? Okay, well, here we go then. So you're up before Reveille today. You've only had a thin, dirty old blanket to cover you during the night and can't really sleep that well anyway. But the bugle does sound, and you hear Reveille, and so you get up. Splash some water on your face to uh, relieve yourself of the dust that covers everything and adds to the dry mouth of battle that's to come. You look down at your uh, socks, filthy socks, barely holding together, and you put on your, your boots that have holes in them, but you're grateful because you actually have boots. You start to smell the coffee that someone has started, and uh, that's going to be one of your sole pleasures today, and you're grateful for that too. Uh, little comforts are pretty big when that's all you've got. You're in the Army now, as they say, and you're an infantryman in the Army of the Potomac, the Northern Army of the Union. Abraham Lincoln is your president, and you're facing off against the Confederate States of America, the Southern States, whose president is Jefferson Davis. I want you to take a moment and notice the coarseness of your blue uniform. You... Uh, also, I want to put on that rucksack again today, and as you do so, you try and adjust your shoulder straps to find an area of your shoulders that hasn't been rubbed raw yet. This is going to be adjusted throughout the day. You're going to be trading minor pains for greater pains, and you're also going to notice that pack smells strongly of salt, and you come to realize it's from your own sweat. And within an hour, your pack's going to be soaked again, just as will the back of your uniform. The enemy sergeant behind that wall that you're approaching, he was promoted on the battlefield, having survived the Battle of Chancellorsville, the fabled Gettysburg, and then Chickamauga, too. And his luck better not run out today because it's tied directly to yours. You're up against a real hero, the last thing you're feeling like being, and a hero not due to what he's already done and survived, but what he will do from the other side of that wall he's hunkered down behind. 
from behind that wall separating today not just the quick from the dead, but the quick from those not very quietly or quickly dying. So on that cheery note, let's load up and start marching in the direction of that enemy wall. It's not until around noon that the first wave of your assaults begin in front of that wall. And no wave reaches as far as that wall. They continue, though, one after another, and they're also mowed down one after the other. The reports are not favorable. Your comrades get as close as 75 feet away from that blasted wall, and that's it. It's going to be your turn any minute. But before you go, you get the chance to look around and see all the carnage that has gone on before you. And you see how it's likely to go for you. You see the killing field between you and that wall, and you see a bottleneck at a ditch that has only three possible crossable bridges. And no matter which one you choose, it appears to be nothing but a slaughter pen. And you've been listening to Richard Hood. And by the way, he is a listener, as we said before, from Valencia, California, and a heck of a storyteller, putting us in the spot, in the time, in the context, which is so important as a storyteller and how we should always look at history. No one knew what was going to happen in that war when it started. No one knew what was going to happen when they charged the next wall or the next hill, except from what happened in plain sight from the other guys who had just charged. And it's so true, this civil war, this war between the states did pit brother against brother, father against son. The Revolutionary War did the same thing in large measure too. When we come back, we're going to continue this remarkable story. The story of the Angel of St. Mary's Heights here on Our American Stories. Folks, if you love the stories we tell about this great country, and especially the stories of America's rich past, know that all of our stories about American history, from war to innovation, culture, and faith, are brought to us by the great folks at Hillsdale College, a place where students study all the things that are beautiful in life and all the things that are good in life. And if you can't get to Hillsdale, Hillsdale will come to you with their free and terrific online courses. Go to hillsdale.edu to learn more. We return to Our American Stories and Richard Hood's story of an impactful moment in the Civil War. When we last left off, Richard was taking us back in time to the Battle of Fredericksburg. Let's pick up where we last left off. You're exhausted from marching and fighting, and you're fighting off exhaustion. Now you have to fight with absolutely no adrenaline left. It's almost gone. And your mind is shifting gears down to its most basic and primal functions while the world around you appears more and more like some kind of outdoor insane asylum. Above the wall, up on Mary's Heights, 
the opposing Confederate cannons begin to let loose. So when you hear the order to charge, you're going to not only face a continuous sheet of flame from frontal small arms fire directed at you, but dismembering and deadly artillery fire raining from above as well. And later, one of the Confederate artillerymen would remark that not even a chicken could live on that field. You're looking for some way to increase the odds of your survival, and you can't think of a thing. And the insensible amount of death, along with its apparent utter randomness, sickens you. From what you can see, you should be one of this day's 12,600 casualties, and it doesn't look like you're going to be evacuated should you become wounded, which is likely, nor does it appear that you'll receive first aid, but instead it does appear that you're going to lie there unattended, becoming just one more member of the choir of moans. You can ask veterans of any war, and they'll tell you that of all the horrors of war, the psychologically worst may well be the tortured cries of their brothers in arms in insufferable agony when there's nothing they can do to come to their aid without exposing their position or putting others in danger or becoming just like them another screaming casualty. And whether it's medieval or modern weapons used to cause this carnage, you will always hear cries for one thing, for water. But this dehydration is caused from blood loss. Now, as in any fight, your mouth is dry. And at any moment, it might become drier still from the loss of your blood. And then surprisingly to you, despite its overwhelming odds and predictability, that indeed happens. And with the realization of your fears having come upon you, pain and its companions of shock and immobility join forces against you. You're now one casualty among the day's 8,000 casualties. So you're asking yourself, what was so important about that wall? Why couldn't your commander simply have gone around it? As you drift in and out of consciousness, whether half dreaming or awake, thoughts are distilled for you and reduced to one thing and one desire only for water. Finally, night comes on, and though your groans and pleas are lost among the thousands of the others around you, you have never felt more alone. No one is coming. No one will be coming in time. So, weary from battle himself and desperate for rest, the Confederate sergeant has been kept from sleep all this same night thanks to yours and all the other pitiful, disturbing, and debilitating cries of those not quite yet dead. By morning, he can't take it any longer. And so this enemy soldier asks permission to put you out of your misery and uh, end both his side's and your own sufferings. He's just stared at. He's stared at as if he's lost his senses or has battle fatigue. Sniping at the wounded is just not done. But he's no sniper. And what he's asking his commanders for is permission to go over that wall and meet you head on, to come not to silence you, but to bring you water. 
His commanders tell him of the bullets awaiting him on such a fool's errand, making him a casualty of, well, either enemy or mistaken friendly fire. And they tell him no. But he is totally aware and totally determined and persistent. Yes, most of the wounded are, like you, his enemy, or were. Now you seem more like fellow mortals, just bleeding out and drying up. He requests to carry a white handkerchief as a sign of ceasefire. And he keeps asking until he gets permission he seeks. But he is told that no handkerchief, no flag of truce will be allowed. He'll be on his own, and he'll be all you've got. Your last chance for tomorrow. Meet your sworn enemy, Richard Kirkland, Confederate Army Sergeant, age 20. The odds of help coming to you via Kirkland are less than the odds were of being wounded. There are just too many wounded sprawled in front of that wall. And Kirkland has, well, he's alone and he has no plan, except for the filling of every canteen he can find. And it seems time itself holds its breath as over the wall he slips. With you in that no man's land between earthly consciousness and eternity. Eventually, he does indeed stumble upon you, literally falls over you, and uh, reaching down to support your head, he gives you all he can from the canteen's left. He takes off his jacket and covers you with it. You try to raise your hand in, in astonished thanks, but there's no need as he can read the gratitude in your eyes. Not a shot is heard in that hour and a half that Kirkland spends racing from soldier to soldier as if in respectful awe of what is happening and what he's risking. All that is heard are the plaintive cries for the water that is now at least a possibility. He attends to friend and foe alike, both sides Americans, both sides brothers of a sort once again, even if only brothers of the dust. Years later, some will claim it wasn't Kirkland, but someone else, or many other someone else's. Others will claim that he was sniped at, even wounded. But you know better, because you were there. Although you'll wonder, for the rest of your life, why he did it. What was it that was worth more to him than his own physical life? How could he be so certain there was something even more important than his own fears? What or who puts that instinct or knowledge into people that results in bringing the kingdom of heaven, not just onto earth, but overcoming a hell on earth? You won't hear Kirkland's name mentioned nowadays, but you see, it doesn't matter he's not a household name because heroes don't do heroic things for the fame. Their selflessness can inspire us to other, if lesser, acts of love. Love, we must remember, is an action. While Kirkland indeed survived this day, as a result, you did as well, his eventual dying concern was still for others, particularly his father, whom he wanted to know that his son had died right. Perhaps more important is living right, day by day, and to do that, you and I 
must know what we are living for, why we were given life. This is everyone's foundation, so that building up and out from that foundation brings meaning and purpose to our lives, so that as much of our lives as possible bring relief and life to others. You know, you have to wonder why such stories of heroism create such a unique response in us, psychologically, physiologically, spiritually. It seems to contradict a spirit less self-serving, survival of the fittest and purposeless worldview. Perhaps the Brothers' War was but one act in a long play designed to help us recognize and appreciate the true cost of love, of redemption, and reconciliation. And a special thanks to Monty Montgomery for the production, Richard Hood's story, The Angel of St. Mary's Heights story, here on Our American Stories. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. 
like a rugged half-ton tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we continue with our American stories and with our Opportunity America series that's sponsored by Coke Industries. More than 67,000 people across this country are employed by Coke, and there's a good chance that their work intersects with your own story in some way. The great folks at Coke make products that help improve medical devices, consumer electronics, vehicle safety, fabrics for clothing, filtration for clean water, and innovations for popular household brands. Learn more about Coke's incredible work at cokeind.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-N-D.com. And now we go to Christina Long, the oldest of three girls born in Wichita, Kansas, to tell her own story. My mother, being an avid reader, wanted to make sure to give me and my sisters a head start in life. And so she decided if we could talk, we could read. And she taught us how to read using phonics. I remember her flashcards, but we were reading at the age of three and four. So when I went to preschool, I went to preschool reading. And I think that that set our family up, not only to demonstrate to my mother that the investment that she made by giving her all and everything to her girls paid off. For my father, you know, being the man in a house full of women, just being that constant, steady figure, providing such great just support, providing for our family financially, and then also, you know, just really pouring into his girls, treating us no different than if he had sons. He was so proud of us, and he made sure that everybody knew who his three girls were. We grew up in a neighborhood where it was not safe to play outside. So our home was our cocoon, our home was our base, and our home was our heartbeats. Me and my sisters, you know, the games that we would play, we would play store, we would draw. We have incredible art skills in our family. And so being able to just tell stories, listen to music, music was a constant in my household. It was just really a powerfully close upbringing. And it was a special childhood. I went to an elementary school where I was tested in kindergarten as gifted and talented. And as a result, because I could read, I remember teachers not necessarily knowing what to do with me. And so I would often get sat in a corner with encyclopedias to read and and book sets to read while the regular students were going through their lessons. And so it came a point where I was able to go ahead and go into gifted classes and I remember my gifted classes being on the bottom level of the elementary school that I was bused to for desegregation purposes. So I was bused 40 minutes away from my neighborhood school and my neighborhood 
into a predominantly white school. And I remember with my classes, when it was time for me to go to my gifted courses, I would have to walk downstairs. And I was the only black student in a class full of white students. And although I could read extraordinarily, I was not great at math. It took me longer to catch on. And I remember the teacher um, thumping my head during courses because I wasn't able to catch on to some math concepts pretty, pretty keenly. He called me dumb and stupid and things like that. And it was tough, you know, it, it was tough. And it also played the other way. One time during parent-teacher conferences, one teacher, I still know his name, in middle school told my parents that I was doing just fine in class. And when he pulled my report card out of the folder to show them, I had a C in math. C's were not allowed in my house. My mother said, what do you mean just fine? There is a C on her report card. Oh, that's average. My daughter's not average. She can do better. So what needs to happen in order for this grade to be raised? That's the kind of household I was raised in. When I was young, being able to read, being able to you know, comprehend, being able to use a vocabulary and things like that, sometimes I was teased, sometimes I was talked about and called you know, stuck up or better than. However, again, like I just shared with you in some of the other circles that I was in, being only black, then it was I could never learn quickly enough. So that's another reason why home was important because home we were celebrated for who we were home was safe for who we were and home helped to prepare us for the world outside my parents created a difference they really yeah so all of that was packed into us me my sister jana and my youngest sister lori and we carried that from our little corner of the hood at 19th and Ash in a home that maybe was 900 square feet, but was filled with love. We carried that through our school. We carried that through our church and on through various areas that life took us. And I experienced East High in all of its glory East High is one of the largest high schools in Wichita. It's the oldest as well. And it was in Vicki Churchman's journalism class where I was able to break away from this idea of trying so hard then to fit in. After all these years of not fitting in, high school was where I decided to try to fit in. So I would be the little class clown. And she finally pulled me aside and told me, Christina, you know, this isn't you. And if you want to be who I believe you can be in this course, then I need you to cut out all the classroom antics and I need you to just be who you are. And that's all that she had to tell me because she ended the conversation saying, and who I believe you to be is the editor of this newspaper. She didn't have to say anything else to me. And so I was able to be the editor of the East High Messenger, which was really great because it allowed me to begin to truly walk in my purpose, a purpose that I believed I found and discovered in the eighth grade prior to entering high school and meeting Vicki Churchman. When two reporters from the Wichita Eagle came to visit my eighth grade class and uh, they shared more information about what it meant to be a reporter and they invited those of us who wanted to to come up to the newsroom and visit and just kind of check it out and take a tour. And so I took them up on that invitation. And I tell you, when I walked into the Wichita Eagle, it was then at its old location, which it's no longer there anymore, but it was 825 East Douglas. 
But being able to go in and walk and meet the print guys, the big giant presses, they were running and you could smell the newspaper ink and you could see the ink stains on their overalls and, and see the ink on their, on their hands as they reached them out to shake our hands. And it was just an incredible experience went up to the second floor and that's where the sales and classified ads committees were and, and the employees were and so to be able to hear them you know making deals and selling newspaper ads mocking up ads and designing them that was great but it was the third floor that was the newsroom when we opened up or stepped off of the elevator actually into the newsroom you could hear the police scanners going off you could see the bustle and the hustle of the reporters and all of these voices just talking all at the same time and it was so energetic and so lively and i was like oh my goodness i i want to be here and so when vicky churchman back at east high told me i had an opportunity to be the editor of the newspaper i did what i needed to do so that i could live that life and experience what I experienced professionally when I stepped off of that elevator in eighth grade. And what a voice and a story you're hearing. And by the way, the primacy of family and importance, you can hear it in Christina's voice. Our home, she said about what her parents created, was a cocoon, a base, a heartbeat. She lived in a neighborhood where it was dangerous to be outside. But my goodness, being taught to read, by the age of three and four. Remarkable. Home was safe. I was celebrated. My parents created a difference, she said, almost holding back the tears. And if you want to make a difference in this world, the biggest one, be a good parent. When we come back, more of Christina Long's story. Our Opportunity America series continues here on Our American Stories. has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. And we continue with Our American Stories and with Christina Long's story. Christina fulfilled her childhood dream of working at the Wichita Eagle, but layoffs started hitting the industry. She got a job at Wichita Public Schools, started her own t-shirt and design company on the side, And we return to Christina on the Chamber of Commerce asking her for help in catalyzing even greater entrepreneurship in their beloved city. When I came to the table, they already decided that they wanted to do something to activate African-Americans in entrepreneurship in Wichita, but they did not know what to do. I was like, well, I know the people, but they don't know these service providers. I was able to benefit from service providers such as the Kansas Small Business Development Center because when I changed my company from a t-shirt company to a graphic design company, I didn't do that by myself. I did it with the help of mentoring and coaching from the KSBDC. So I thought if we were able to get service partners together with these African-American entrepreneurs to make the relationships and the connections real, then maybe those entrepreneurs would take it upon themselves to be able to grow the relationships that they had started at an event and the service providers would be more comfortable being able to serve and execute for these entrepreneurs who they might not otherwise see. 
So I conceptualized what was called the CREATE campaign. It was a half day forum at Wichita State University where there were workshops, speakers, and things of that nature. The entrepreneurship task force felt like we would get about 35 black entrepreneurs out and we would be able to follow them to see if they actually acted upon the relationships that they began at that event. We got 77 black entrepreneurs that day and largely because of all of the relationships I carry with me. But the interesting thing about it is the African-American entrepreneurs began calling me <laughs> asking me, Christina, this was a fantastic form. What's next? How do I really grow my business? And all of these questions kept coming. Now, I was only in business for two years before this form took place. The form happened in 2015. Remember, I started my company, my t-shirt company in 2013, and it changed to a graphic design company in 2014. That's it. That was all the entrepreneurship experience I had. So yes, I put together this event, but I had no idea how to help a plumber grow his company. That was beyond my wheelhouse. However, the calls did not stop, and I knew that somebody had to answer. So with a lot of support from Gary O'Borney and other mentors along the way for me, I decided, well, we can do the Create Campaign Forum again. So we were not attracting at that time 77 entrepreneurs, we had more than 200 people on site. By 2017, we knew two events or one event a year wasn't enough. So I went ahead and created six months worth of programming. And we were only bound by my capacity because I was doing all of this while running my company while at that time working for Wichita Public Schools. And something had to give. So I remember around 2016, 2017, when I said, you know, I can't continue to do this pace. My business was starting to cut into my work time. I'd have to take time off or work on my lunch break. And it was just beginning to be a 24 hour cycle of work. That was no good for me and it was no good for my family. So I had to be able to make a choice. And so I said, it's time for me to make a leap. But in order to make a leap, I have to make up a certain percent of my income with my business or else I cannot make that leap. March 4th of 20, was it 16 or 17 now? The years kind of blur together, but I was able to actually put in my two weeks notice from Wichita Public Schools on the date that I had said, and that was March 4th. And that's symbolic to me because I was marching forth into a new destiny. The amazing thing about this is we were also seeing growth in people's businesses as well along the way. So this wasn't just a good time getting together to network. People were actually launching LLCs the right way. They're actually growing and securing investor capital into their business. We were able to create a microloan fund that was specific to minority entrepreneurs that didn't require collateral, that dropped the credit requirements of a score of 540, which was about 100 points lower than a traditional financial institution because my whole goal is and was and remains. We wanna be a complement to the entrepreneurship ecosystem, not a competitor. That is my method and my motto. We had a grant opportunity that allowed us to be able to provide contractor education for minority contractors in trades fields, landscaping, tree trimming, hauling. Well, contractors who went through our programming were then able to have right of first refusal to perform exterior home improvement and property repair projects 
for Central Northeast Wichita, which tends to be highly diverse and highly impoverished at no cost to the homeowners who are benefiting from that work. What that did was it allowed companies that were being negatively impacted financially because of COVID to receive guaranteed contracts while also being able to improve properties. Some of them were preparing to let go of insurance because insurance threatened to pull coverage on their homes because they had an issue that needed to be solved that they were unable to solve for financial reasons or even code violations that some of these homeowners are elderly and they just couldn't get the work done. We were able to remedy that for them. During that time period, because of that grant and subsequent support from sponsors such as Coke Industries, they really stepped up to help us reach even more homes. We were able to do more than $63,000 in contracts for those contractors, and we are continuing to improve upon those homes for those elderly persons and those who financially could not afford that type of improvement to happen in their homes. I look at my classmates, those who were on the path of success, many of them have left. They're enjoying amazing careers in places like Atlanta and Dallas. And those of us who have chosen to stay, it almost seems like we've, we've selected sacrifice in some ways because we are the chosen few. It seems like the handful who have the old soul and who are really uh, tapped to lead. And then I look at the other side of the equation though, and that I have so many classmates of mine who are gone. They are dead, some are in jail, some are just in despair. And it didn't have to be that way. It did not, we all came from the same few blocks who I'm speaking about. And to see the different roads that life has taken us. Um, one thing, again, I have to credit the, the disruptor to that for, for me and my, my family were my parents. Without them, I am not who I am. The sacrifices they made to be able to give us a great life, especially now as an adult, carrying multiple responsibilities outside of my home and having three children, me and my husband, being able to see what my parents created in the life that they made for us out of little much is sometimes how we describe it. Being able to see it on this side as a parent, it took effort. It, it really took effort and I, and I appreciate them in a whole nother level because being a parent is a gift. And even though it's a gift, there is a responsibility that you have to yes, those young people, but you have a lot of things that you have to be able to navigate and juggle in order to give them the life that you believe that they should live. So for me, I did not want my children to have to go through the 19th and Nash experiences that I went through. But in order to do that, I have to work so hard to make sure that we are not paycheck to paycheck, that we can actually afford to live where we live. And me trying to do my best to make sure that they had their attention. So I would work, this was back in juggling the school district in my business. I would work all day and then I would make sure to come home, cook for them, even though I hate cooking, <laughs> come home, cook for them, ask them about their days, plug in, dial into them, and then hurry up and get them into bed between 8.30 and nine so that I could work until two, three, and four in the morning and do it all over again the next day. And I remember that, um, 
one time I asked my kids, I always ask them, am I doing a good job as a parent? Because I love to hear, you know, what I can do better as a parent when I'm doing well. I love for my kids to talk uh, to me and converse with me in that regard. But for my birthday one year, I asked them if they would write me letters. And so they were like, you're a great mommy. We love you. But we notice when you put us to bed, you stay up and you work. And when you don't get enough sleep, you're cranky. And I never wanted my kids to feel like they're second or third to the work. And so course correcting through that time, that absolutely mattered. But to create a space where our children feel like they are the bee's knees was the first thing that came to my mind. So I'm gonna stick with it. <laughs> that means something and it takes effort. And I truly can appreciate what my parents built for us because now I'm responsible for doing the same for, for my children and our Opportunity America series, as always, is brought to us by the great folks at Coke Industries. Go to K-O-C-H-I-N-D.com to learn more. And to learn more about and support the work of Christina's nonprofit, the Create Campaign, go to createcampaigns.com. Christina Long's story, here on Our American Stories. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. At- 